Welcome back, New Earth News and New Age Networking. Hello. So today's conversation is about the evolution of Earth and like how we came to be. So it's going to be a lot of information, like a deep freaking well of information. <clears throat> I This is my perception on how everything is. I get a lot of my information from like ancient aliens, uh, uh extraterrestrial multidimensional being channelers uh billy carson he's first and foremost like the brightest person in the world with all of this knowledge so i'm just gonna get right into it <clears throat> Let's get uh, it. it's it's gonna be okay hold on girl so <laughs> this is my take the universe is 13.8 billion years old earth is only 4.5 billion years old which means the universe existed for 9 billion <clears throat> plus years before Earth even came into fruition. So our matrix is actually called the Maya. Like we are actually living in a Maya matrix and, you know, people want to escape it, but we, they think they want to escape it, but we don't want to escape it. We came to incarnate and help balance it back out. Right. So um, I want to say, as far back as like I know, as far back as Billy Carson says anyway, it all started in the Pleiades. <clears throat> and the Pleiades, they started having some issues with some planets and stars exploding and all these imbalances. They moved to different star systems, eventually ending up at the Orion star system. The Orion star system houses the Orions. It houses actually so many different species and stuff like that. Um, but two of the main players that we actually are directly affiliated with are the reptilians and the Anunnaki. So there is this planet. There was this planet. It's called Tiamat. And it was a planet where like a lot of the um, Anunnaki's lived. Let me digress a little bit back to, okay, so Earth came into fruition. It created itself. And um, the Pleiadians had seeded the planet with with a species called, I think, hemoids, hemids, hemid, I don't remember, not like humanoids, but hemoids or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> Google it. Um, <clears throat> so there is already like life here on Earth. But the, uh, the Anunnaki, their, their planet Tiamat exploded. Um, and that's what created our asteroid belt. I love that you said that because that's literally what I was going to say next. So Tiamat, the planet from the Anunnaki, it exploded. The Anunnaki came here and our asteroid belt that actually sits between Mars and Jupiter is actually remnants of the Tiamat planet, right? And so like those artifacts that we found that are like four to six uh, billion or million, I can't remember, years old were things from the Tiamat planet. <clears throat> Anyhow, so the Bible even refers to the uh, astral belt as the hammered bracelet. So like it's written in all of all of the sacred information. Obviously, the Bible took a lot of it out because it's easier to conform or like program us into believing a certain way. <laughs> and there's purpose behind it all. Anyways, um, so go ahead. Sorry. Was this part of the sagittarius dwarf galaxy that got like basically our milky way is eating and absorbing the sagittarius dwarf galaxy and correct me if i'm wrong because i could be 
But my understanding of this is that, um, is Tiamat from that Sagittarius dwarf <clears throat> galaxy and then got absorbed by the Milky Way galaxy? So I don't think so. I know that that the the Milky Way galaxy is they're merging with the Sagittarius galaxy, um, which is different than the Sagittarius like astrological star right. placements. Ah, yeah. oh, gosh, I need to get better word verbiage. Um, so I don't think uh, Tiamat came from there because as it was. Earth isn't even originally from the Milky Way galaxy. Like it was put here. And I believe it was put here by the Pleiadians. Um, but the Orion, all that stuff, like the Orion star system, that I believe was originally from the Milky Way galaxy. I don't know. Maybe one day we can get Billy Carson on here and he can actually clear <laughs> all this up for us. That would be insane. But I mean, manifest, manifest. Um, so I don't think Tiamat is part of that Sagittarius uh, Milky Way merging. It's it's wild. But um, Earth sits in the spot where the two galaxies are overlapping. Yeah. And the asteroid belt um, is remnants of Tiamat, which was that planet that exploded. And then one of those fragments became Earth. I don't, I, I don't know that, that part, but it's, it's such a wide concept. Like it's hard to actually know, especially for people like us who are, who are just like, oh, it's such a wealth of information. Like it's hard to keep it all straight, especially because everything is always happening like um, at the, simultaneously at the same time. And none of this is actually linear. Like we see things linearly, but as it is, everything is always happening happening here and now and at the same time so like this all of these concepts are actively happening right now in one time space reality or another and it's just so, so mind bursting yeah we'll link the video <laughs> that we watched from billy carson which is where we got this information from um because obviously this man is brilliant and um you know, focuses all of him yeah. around this. So it's a really amazing educational video. We'll post it in the notes, but that's where we're deriving a lot of this information from. A lot of, a lot of it, a lot, just, it's incredible. Spiritual teachers are amazing. People who know the truth are amazing. Yeah. Okay. So back to the evolution of the, of the earth. Okay. So Marduk, Amu-Ra, mm -hmm. Marduk is Amu-Ra. Marduk is also Nibiru. Nibiru is an evil dude. He's the one who destroyed Tiamat, right? Okay. So what is it pronounced? The Edgy? Aji. Aji. I think it's pronounced Aji. The Aji were the original, or they're also Anunnaki people. They're the Anunnaki workers, right? So when uh, Marduk came here, he was like, oh, we don't want to do all this work. So we'll have the Aji do all the work. So did, they did all the like hard labor work for the world, like the digging, the building, the everything, right? So Enki, Enlil, and Anu were the kings of the earth. They are also Anunnaki. The Edgy complained to the kings that they have no women, they have no like 
basically downtime to enjoy their presence here on earth. They really were, um, <clears throat> you know, they were about to start a war against the Kings of earth, the, the leaders, Enki, Anu, and Enlil, Enlil, I think is how he said it. Um, so they were going to, they were going to wa- wage a war against the Kings, the Aji. <laughs> um, and the king said, well, we have an existing species here, which are the original beings that were seeded to Earth by the Pleiadians, who are positively oriented um, species. They want nothing but evolution and love for everybody. Okay, so Toth, a.k.a. Hermes, comes... He is the Atlantis priest, the Anunnaki Egyptian king. He came also from the Orions. He came from <clears throat> from uh, Tiamat, right? And they had built Atlantis all over the world. Like they were actually actively living heaven on earth at this point. They were so evolved. They had the most incredible technology. Like we don't even come close to their technology that they had had there. Unfortunately, uh they really fuck shit up. Like they, they wouldn't go kill animals to eat themselves, but they would send their, their servants, their slaves, their hemoid. Him, I don't know. Remember that word. They Hom- would send their slaves. To, huh? Hominid, I think. Oh gosh. Yes. Hominid, 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 hominid people, the hominid Pleiadian be- beings who were their slaves. Now they would send them to go sacrifice and then they would bring the animals back and eat them but it didn't just stop there they were eating other humanoid living conscious evolving species so at one point or another the whole earth had to get flooded so toth's dad who is i have it here somewhere toth's father enki said you go back on your spaceship to earth and i want you to rebuild civilization from the ground up so Toth built all the pyramids in the world. And he told his men, I want you to replicate this exact thing all over the world. And that is why all over the world, there are the same pyramid structures all over the world, because they're all aligned with the Orion belt. They're all aligned with harness- harnessing energy, communication, wisdom, everything. Everything is in those pyramids. Okay, wait, um, gotta pause real quick, because I just have to say how infuriating it is that like this is not taught in school yeah. science because there is evidence on our planet there are these pyramid structures yeah in giza in teotihuacan i can't pronounce it how do you say it Te- teotihuacan oh, in mexico and in asia that all exactly coordinate and align directly with the orion star system and this is all reported in ancient stone tablets. Again, mm-hmm. none of this is shared in science growing up in elementary school or in even higher education until um, you get to the college level. And there are people who are studying this now and like having this, you know, knowledge. But this is ancient, ancient knowledge that goes well beyond our small scope of understanding of when yeah. we started. This is like millions of years before. Like, yeah humans i don't know like before we were here in our modern civilization this yeah it's existed and it came from somewhere because like humans were not evolved evolved enough to create those structures at that time Um, yeah it's crazy 
they like robbed of robbed us but at the same time it was just like a small percentage of elites that hid this from us um i do think that the scientists and doctors of the world really did do their best to try and help us understand everything but at the same time they were also indoctrinated and put in like dogmatic religions religions and forced to believe like fear god the fuck fear god you're insane like Oh my God. It's just, it is infuriating. Um, Hidden in plain sight. Right. And that's, yeah. And Billy Carson says it all the time. He's like, it's right in front of your face. Yeah. It's everything is right in front of your face. It's all hidden in plain sight. It's, it's absolutely like, honestly, I didn't give two shits about history or anything in school. I was a, I was not a great student. I didn't care about any of it. And a lot of me believes like deep down internally, like I knew that this was false teachings because now that I'm 40 years old and learning this information, it's all consuming. It's all I think about. And it's just like, oh my God, we can all better our lives so much just by understanding our heritage and our history and our ancestry and these new ways of being that aren't even new. They're old and they're ancient, but we're revamping them because we're, we're here to take our planet back with our Pleiadian families. <laughs> and imagine if we, you know, were brought up or going forward, if if new generations are brought up, educated in these ancient, in the ways of these ancient knowledge. So right now we have the ancient knowledge. We have the mm-hmm. evidence of the ancient knowledge that modern science is now verifying. So we, there's really no excuse to continue Mm -mm. in the same traditional ways because we have, we have verified this. Now we have access to different perceptions of like, not only our human history, but our evolution of earth's history as well. Yeah. Like Billy Carson says, hashtag obsessed with Billy Carson. He (laughs) says like, we have physical evidence now. And he did mention that, that a like most of the history books are being changed or have already been changed, but I doubt it has all of this information. Like it's crazy. It's so crazy. I love it. To a certain extent. Sure. Maybe they're being changed, but I don't think this true story is being like widely like spread in education because if it was, it would completely like topple religions. And I, I like, I, I, I feel like it's probably maybe like it's getting alluded to, but it's mm-hmm. not being perpetuated out there. It is. I agree that it, I believe it should be. Well, see, the thing that's happening right now is like us doing stuff like this, like us putting our content and what our beliefs are out there, more people, it's going to cause a ripple effect as well. So as the more and more people who expose themselves to this types of content, it will happen faster and faster and faster. We just have to be patient. We're just here doing what we came here to do. And all in all, like there's there, it's just, it's bound to happen. We will actually experience a heaven on earth. We will get back to that point where like, we all know the real truth and, and there's like no fight for war or competition or money or any of the things like it really will be like, everybody will choose to live through service because providing service to others and it going in a a fair exchange is literally the same as energy exchange. It's going to create complete harmony and balance in this world. Mm -hmm. It's, 
it's getting there, girl. And I do think we'll see it before our time's up in these physical bodies. Um, and then the next time we incarnate here, it'll be, it'll be done. Yeah, I think so. It'll too. be done. Love it. All right. Okay. So anyways, so Toth built the pyramids. Um, he is the one, according to Billy Carson, the one sole master architect architect for all of this. Um, he called himself the son of Atlantis or the son of man, exactly like Jesus. By the way, Jesus wasn't named Jesus. His actual name was Yeshua. Um, some people would refer to him as Sananda, but the name Jesus, actually, I don't remember what it is because I learned it a while ago, but it's like, it's like when you say Jesus and amen, you're literally praising like the evil Roman gods or whatever. And I have notes on that a little bit in the societies in like 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, and and all of this happening when they realize that they can control the hymnoids, him, him, hominid. those ones, hominid, <laughs> hominid. Um, that's when everything kind of transitioned into what we are experiencing now on earth. So before we get into that part of it, the society, secret societies and everything, um, at the same time as the earth was being all rebuilt and stuff, they did create the Akashic Records. And the Akashic Records is mind-blowing because it literally, it's a book of knowledge and it it records every single thought every single being in this planet has or ha has ever had or ever like will have. It's incredible. So like if you, <laughs> if you think like, oh shit, I should paint my toenails or something like that. It's literally being recorded in the Akashic record and you can go into it in a state of meditation or hypnosis and learn anything you want about anything in this world. It's freaking incredible so that's kind of how earth came into fruition with its beings and its species we are aliens we were seeded by aliens there was a lot of dna um work done on us after the first initial flood when atlantis had to be taken out um and that is when that reptilian dna and that anunnaki dna was also put into that hominid did i say that right yeah that hominid, I just spit, that hominid DNA, and that is what made us who we are today. So um, with all of that being said, The Secret History of the World by Mark Booth, highly recommend it. Please go read it or listen to it if anybody really gives any shits about what really happened in this world. So who are we, where have we been, and where are we going? There are today two different types of mystery schools. There is the unknown mystery school, which I believe the uh, TSA is that one. That's the light services. They are the ones who are behind the scenes dealing with the child trafficking, um, the child sex trafficking. They're dealing with like all of those crazy war things behind the scenes. Like the only reason we haven't blown our own planet up yet is solely from the Pleiadians or other extraterrestrial beings such as um, the Syrians or the uh, Andromedians or, you know, the Lyrian, all of those other places shutting our shit down before we blow our planet up. And because TSA, TSA, the light services, secret society freaking does amazing work and it's all through magic. It's all from the stuff we came here knowing 
And then there are the Freemasons who are the elites who sac- do sacrificial rituals, harnessing our energy by fear mongering, sexual energy. They literally like drink people's blood. It's very dark, negative magic. So in the time of Emperor Augustus, these schools were closed down all over the world because Augustus knew the prophecy of the sun god, who was Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus. I want to say, please stop saying Jesus to people, but like that's how they know him. So it's too late at this point. Um, but he knew he would start a new dispens- dispensation. Um, and he knew that he wasn't the sun god. He wasn't the one who was going to to enlighten the world back to the original Atlantean times where like we were heaven on earth and he wanted to be. So he wanted to protect his own power and legacy. So he stopped all uh, earth schools, all secret society schools, all like where Jesus went to school, all these schools had already stopped teaching us our original teachings from our other planets before he was born. However, these secret schools, um, he was able to find them because he was meant to, because he's a sun God and he's meant to put this consciousness back into the world of love and compassion and forgiveness and all that fun stuff. So, um, he actually did do that. And honestly, please do deep research. Everybody out there, uh, Melissa and I have done a lot of it about the real story about Yeshua slash Jesus and it's incredible stuff it'll blow your mind it'll completely take you out of that dogmatic religion that you're in right now that's completely controlling your life yeah anyway so thus (laughs) I can't believe I just said that and I looked down and this is what I'm saying next so he takes away all the um the schools for for real real teaching and thus religions were born All the different ideologies were born, all to limit our personal power and control us through fear and thought. The end. So this is actually what I believe we are currently waking up to and breaking out of. Mm -hmm. And it's getting harder and harder for these systems to contain the cover-ups. It's because of all this evolution and these awakenings and these DNA activations. Like, you're your DNA cells hold information. Our DNA cells are the greatest computer in um, all the multiverse. Our our bodies are the greatest computers in all the multiverse. Um, so with all of these awakenings and these activations through everything, um, even just meditating can waken these these mm-hmm. these memories up. And people they're refusing to sit here and be controlled and live miserable and in competition and in fear and in illness. So it's going to rapidly grow, I think, but not before it gets a little bit messier first, just because there are so many people who need to wake up that they have to be, they have to be jolted awake. And, and unfortunately you have to do that through destruction and control. People aren't going to be controlled anymore. So they're going to be like, no, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not wearing a mask and staying inside. Yeah. And um, from a spiritual perspective, those people that are part of the destruction and part of ingraining and entrenching in the old ways, like they are spirit in spirit, they are actually light workers who <laughs> are 
sacrificing themselves to play that role in this time, in this place, so that they can be the catalyst for the world awakening. That is such a beautiful, amazing point to make right now, because a lot of people look at these people like um, um, Biden or the Russian guy. I can't remember his name. What's his name? Uh, Oh, my gosh. Putin. Putin. Yeah, Putin. Um, any Anybody in a political state right now that you despise or even Hitler, like take Hitler, for example, he was one of the worst incarnations to hit this earth <laughs> in all honesty, in all actuality. He really was. But what that did for Hitler's soul growth, because he took such a big sacrifice knowing he'd incarnate here and play such an evil role that was going to honestly traumatize and scar a lot of spirits and souls because we do incarnate into a veil of forgetfulness. Like that promoted his soul growth because he is an unconditional love light being, but he took that role in order to, to amplify the whole process of evolution on the planet. Because like I said before, they have, somebody has to play these roles in order for the whole picture to come into fruition. And even though at a, a human level and an understanding of good and bad and right and wrong, he is the worst human to ever exist. But at a soul level, just like you said, he really is all love and light. He's just here playing his role. And because he played such a heart role, his soul growth is ex- it's extreme. Like he's, he's taken such a huge sacrifice for killing so many people. <laughs> So I actually heard uh, like a different take on that from Dolores Cannon, who shared that like um, he was actually a brilliant mind who mm-hmm. could have done great good in the world. And he, you know, when we incarnate into Earth, we have free will. Yeah. And we can come and accomplish our mission or we can get caught up in the ways of the world. We can get caught up in victim mentality, in resentment, in greed, in power and corruption and hate and all of those lower vibrational energies that exist in mass in this in this planet. And um, so he had capacity for great good and did not follow that path in his earthly incarnation and unfortunately used his brilliant mind and influential magnetism in a way that really obviously was devastating and extremely destructive. Um, But we all at a soul level are love and light beings purely. And we have a choice when we come to earth as to how this with free will play out for us because we do have free will and then we forget when we come in yeah well more and more people are remembering because our collective consciousness has expanded beyond what it has you know been and that's mm-hmm. happening faster and faster but um but yeah there, it's interesting because there's a lot of different ways to look at it and well Dolores oh sorry go ahead no go ahead so Del- she did say that actually and I heard it and one of her other books too, I believe it might've also been that book. Um, but 
it was another video I had watched that she had put out in one of her conferences. And she did touch on that too, um, because of the veil of forgetfulness. Like he did have the capacity to do that, but because of the way the trajectory of the earth was going at the time, um, something drastic had to be done. And that's why, like, to, I mean, it wasn't within his awakened consciousness or ego to think, oh, I'm going to be the bad guy for this. But she, she's the one, I think, pretty much where I learned that, like, yeah, he came here and did a bunch of bad things and he could have gone this way, but because of the veil of forgetfulness and that, that greed and power feeling that you get when you get here in physical form, he didn't go that way. But ultimately, because of the way the trajectory of the earth was going, like, somebody had to play that part and it was him. I think she actually said his soul advancement was huge because he actually came to play that role, just like Saddam Hussein or bin Laden or all those people that they made us believe were terrorists and like terrible people. Um, So, but that kind of goes hand in hand with where I think there are multiple answers to a lot of truths, depending on your perspective and what you believe or Uh, discern deep down to your core I think so too um and actually like we have to remember like it wasn't just him it wasn't just one person that did all this he you know sparked something in hundreds if not thousands of other men who were drawn to this darkness and Mm -hmm ended up doing a tr- like horrible atrocities in his name like he like Hitler never actually pressed yeah. for these chambers you know he wasn't yeah. actually like doing the grunt work but he did catalyze thousands of other men to do that for him so I think it's also important that we don't place blame on one person for these yeah. like we can't we one person cannot hold the responsibility for all of that you know mm-hmm. true maybe he was the catalyst but like again we all have free will these um you know nazi soldiers could have chosen a different path yet they chose that path and that's part of their soul experience and soul journey and evolution as well but um yeah i think it's interesting i think it's important to say also that like we can't always attribute it to just that one person because this is crazy i just had like I don't even know what I would call this. It was just like a, such a crazy thought, but okay. So Billy Carson and this other dude, I don't know. He's on my TV right now. He's in this podcast and he's talking about like the Pleiades and how their civilization was more advanced and came before like the Orions and all of that, the Anunnaki and the reptilians. Okay. Bear with me here. And he was speaking on how, when you're, interstellar interstellar space traveler you need that like thicker skin you need that dark skin you need that black skin so a lot of the the original cedars of the planet brought in the darker skin like oh so the original people the hominoid those ones i already forgot i'm so sorry i'm so sorry guys um they were black and brown and like tan they weren't they weren't white pasty people and so when you correlate that or connect that to hitler and his 
probably reptilian or Anunnaki upbringing, like, you know, behind the scenes, not really knowing he was being controlled and programmed by these species and these beings. But his whole thing is, if it has dark hair and dark eyes and dark skin, fucking kill it, right? That was his thing. Um, And that that literally is blowing my mind right now. And that's how they how like kind of how they have kept us separate and, and competitive and warring with each other for so many years. Well, you're not the same color. You're not the same race. Your eyes are blue and yours are black and brown and your fucking hair is red and all of this stuff. And it really blows my mind now that Hitler, who also wasn't blonde hair, blue eyed, by the way, mm-hmm controlled by these beings wanted to take out anything that was not of blue eyes and blonde hair and 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 light skin that blows my mind right now i'm just like having this epiphany like it makes sense he wanted to get rid of the original light beings of our planet holy fuck that's really mind-blowing are you following me i hope you're following me okay isn't that nuts like he literally just said that right before we got on this call he's like yeah they were all black like damn Wow. That makes like that. Wow. I know. That's insane. We're stumped, guys. <laughs> There's so oh much. Yeah. So, anyways, so long story short, it's been a couple of million years, and here we are, guys. So, <laughs> we're here to fix our planet and turn it into the heaven that we specifically came here to turn it into. Like, we incarnated for it. Melissa and I. We're our Melissa. I'm so sorry. I was just texting my friend Melissa. Mm-hmm. Melissa and I are like homies in the astral realm. Like we plan to come here and do this together. Yeah. Please don't delete us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just really important to like bring these conversations forward. And obviously, we're not experts on any of this stuff. Like we're just, you know, like doing our own research and hearing from the experts and then trying to translate it through our limited understanding of these subjects, but I think it's important to just start having these conversations because there's so much about our own evolution that, I mean, even if we don't want to make it into like a giant conspiracy theory that there's so much of our evolution that's been covered up, although I think that that is part of it, but there's also just a lack of understanding, which perpetuates that narrative. And it's, it, People don't perpetuate this for nefarious reasons. They're just perpetuating what they were taught. And so it's important to bring conversations like this to the forefront because it's like, can we consider a different perspective? Can we consider with this new information, can we reevaluate our belief systems? Yeah. A lot of people that triggers the fuck out of them and they're, you know, don't want to look at new information because it's very uncomfortable to question your belief systems. But I think that's the way, that's the direction the world is heading. So I think it's to everyone's best experience and best, most highest benefit to start to be open. That Mm -hmm. we're not telling anyone to accept any of these ideas or conversations, just maybe hear it out. That's it. Consider it. Yeah. Consider Consider it. it. If it sparks any type of like truthful knowing within you or any interest in doing some deeper research, please, by all means, go do the research for yourself. You will not do anything but benefit yourself and your life by spending more attention 
on getting to know where you came from and how things work for you and how powerful our minds really are. Like our minds are so freaking powerful. And if you spend a little bit of time and effort that diving deep into that, um, you're, you're going to just better yourself altogether. It will open your heart. It'll open your mind. You'll be more accepting, making life easier and more flowing. It's just, it's such an incredible concept, all of it. And again, we're here at this time. Never before has humanity had the opportunity to take information that's been encoded into these ancient stone tablets from so like long like thousands and thousands of years back and even having evidence that's millions of years back that humans existed on this earth way before science tells us they did Mm -hmm. but never before have we also been so technologically advanced that our science can confirm those Mm -hmm. written um those writings from cuneiform from these ancient stone tablets so here we are we have this yeah. information, we have the science that backs it up. Where are we going to fall in our belief systems? Matrix of love, baby girl. Yeah. Matrix of love. That's okay. where we're headed. Or you know what? That's not where we're headed because that's a future projection. That's where we are now. Let's just start saying we are choosing the matrix of love right now. And truly, it's also where we come from mm-hmm. is unconditional love. Yeah. I mean, our Maya simulation, our Maya matrix, you know, it was a little discombobulated for a couple million years, but we're going to fix it. We're we're here to fix it right now. Yeah. And we all have our On, play and we can all do it in our, in our own unique ways. That's the whole point. The whole point is just this masterpiece of creation that is so vast and so complex and so fucking beautiful because everybody adds their own little piece. It's, I know I say this is like my favorite word the last couple of years, but it's freaking incredible. It's so fascinating and incredible. And it just, it opens everything up for you. Yeah, it really does. And the more you learn, the more there is to learn. It's such a rabbit hole, but it's like, once you open yourself up to that, you can't go back. You just can't Mm -hmm. go back and exist in the way that you did before, which is why I think people are extremely resistant to even cracking that lid open because they know that once they do like yeah change yeah it makes it it makes like so-and-so's gossip from work so irrelevant they're just like oh my god did you hear this person did this on their shift and you're just like but we're aliens from the pleiadians like what the fuck does that even matter like why do you care that you know you have a 175 dollar water bill this month when you're fucking alien like you but could do magic too, right it's like we're yeah. in this physical reality so like we have to pay the bills it's, <laughs> it's so like, it's so yeah melissa and i talk about this all the time we're just like oh i hold on i have my 3d job but like <laughs> really like it's it's the uncomfortable part of the ascension and the evolution of earth and the the re homing earth into heaven that we came here to do we came here to do this difficult part mm-hmm. so I mean, touche, world, touche, universe. Yeah. And this whole concept of like, you know, our origins, our earthly origins and seeding the planet and all this, like we have to understand 
or at least try to understand where we came from in order to better plan and see where we're going next. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of other cultures and a lot of other eras did bring some of these knowings and um, magic, like the, like the burning of the witches and the hanging of the witches, like they all, they all still perform their magic and they practice their magic. Like even, even the elites today still practice this magic, but they don't want you to know about it because they don't want you to be able to have control over your own power, your own energy and your own life. Mm -hmm. But people have in the past tried to bring it forward. We just didn't have the connection we have today for it to blow up like that before they eliminated that little circle of magic witches or and whatnot, you know? Gatekeeping can no longer exist to the extent mm -mm. that it has because of the technology and the internet and the way that we're so connected, which is mm -hmm. why there's very targeted attacks on technology and trying to censor and shut down specific apps and stuff that, that share and spread this information and allow people to be so connected. Because it's yeah. a threat to these systems that have been in power for so long. It's funny, though, because they're the ones who created this connection. And then they're like, oops, my bad. I didn't mean to fucking bust the truth out. Right? It's so freaking funny. They're just like, oh, I'm sorry, Elon Musk, you're fired. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow. Yeah. It feels so good to get all that out. Like, I've been trying to tell people this stuff for like two years. I'm just like, one day I'm going to tell you what I believe is the real evolution of the earth. And like, I finally just got it all off my chest. <laughs> there's like so much like also, I mean, this is why it's a rabbit hole. Cause there's so much inner work that we have to do to be able to say these things out loud to other people, like yeah. to overcome the fear of rejection and people thinking you're delusional and you know, yeah. that like, stepping into your own power and your own voice where you may still be carrying. I mean, you know, you know, like I'm a past life girl, like I really right. I like our past lives. So it's like, you may be carrying trauma from a past life where you were burned at the stake for expressing. <laughs> and although we live in a world where it's, you know, relatively safe to express them now, we still carry that fear and trauma. And there's a lot of inner work that we have to do in order to be able to overcome that and feel safer to share and express that outwardly. Yeah. I, I love that you brought that up too. God, I just, I really adore you so much in your mind. It's so magnificent, but touching on that, for example, like Melissa did a past life regression on me where I was a witch and I was, I think it was hung. Wasn't I hung? You were hung. Um, yeah. I was hung for practicing magic. I healed like everybody. Right. But I have this excruciating, painful fear of being seen and heard. And that's why it's taken me and us so long to even put this podcast up because it's, it sits in my gut. It sits in my sacral chakra. Like I am terrified of being seen and heard and healing people because that life ended with me doing what I knew and loved. And here I am trying to be this magical little fairy being again and mm -hmm. spread love and truth to everybody. But I'm too scared because of the trauma that was embedded in my soul's DNA to be the person I came here to be. Now, she did a healing also. If you guys want a past life regression, we do both offer them. But Melissa is 
people reeking amazing at it. And we did some higher self healing. And here we are like, what, a month later, and I'm publicly speaking and being seen. It's, it's really incredible. And like, even right after that session, you were posting TikToks and stuff. You're like, I don't know where this is coming from. Like, I'm so like, all of a sudden, it was like that, that like, resistance was removed. Now, it doesn't fully go away, right? Like it's still there, but maybe yeah. now you're better equipped to handle it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm going to be murdered because yeah. I look the way I look or I sound the way I sound or I believe what I believe, but it's still nerve wracking. Like I could still get on here and be like, okay, let's talk. <laughs> and like that conditioning is still, even in our language, like the term, witch, you know, it, it, you actually were a healer in that life. Mm-hmm. And when in the regression, you just, you didn't describe yourself as a witch, you described yourself as a healer. And which is a term that we use nowadays to suppress and demonize women who are healers, mm-hmm. not just women, like, because there were men too, that did this work, but like, it carries a vibration with it. So I think it's mm-hmm. also like important that we're conscious of the language that we use and that we start to introduce language that is more true than the conditioned and programmed language that is, you know, common and out there and that everybody is using in a mainstream way. Yeah, it it really spell, spelling, spelling. When you speak, you are casting spells. Your mind has the power and your, your, your mouth and your throat chakra, they, they use that, they draw it down and they speak it. Right. And that's why spell spelling is called spelling because you are actually casting spells when you're spelling these words and stuff like that. So like, even the first thing you say to people, when you wake up or speak to them in the morning, you're like, good morning. When you think about the word morning, why would you, why would that be the first thing you say to somebody when you wake up is good morning like you're actually casting that spell that they have good morning that's like sorrow that's sadness that's fucking low vibrational energy it's it's insane wait but I feel like it's high vibrational because you're like speaking it into existence that it's going to be a good morning like there's no room for a bad morning there's but is there such thing as good morning? Like, I don't know, definitely. Well, maybe we should make an episode actually just on, on our words and our thoughts and how they, they create our reality because now I do want to do more research into it. I have heard uh, probably a handful of, of spiritual teachers that I follow or spiritual guides that I follow touch on that. And they're like, you don't want to say good morning. You're literally telling somebody, I hope you mourn all day, but hope it's good or some shit like that. I don't remember exactly, but I definitely want to do more research on that now. And maybe we can touch on a full episode about being more aware of what we speak and think about, because it's very hard to hone in and control it, but it's doable. It's possible. We can definitely make that happen. We can realign and reprogram our own mind to say only the things we want and believe only the things we want to come into fruition. And this is like how deeply ingrained the conditioning goes because we say mm-hmm. things without even thinking about what it means or what we're actually saying. Um, but it holds such a, such a resonance. And when we start to become aware of the language that we're using, then we 
it's like kind of a uh, deconditioning in like this sort of like, like a backwards way of deconditioning. It's just like becoming aware of the language that we're using. Yeah. But once you start catching yourself, like I'll be like, I don't do this anymore, but like, like people would be like, oh, like, how's your day? And you'd be like, I'm a dumb bitch. I fucking, I did this and this and this. Like, I, I just beat myself up. All the cuss words come out. I call myself all the names. And then I wonder why I'm so miserable. Because I think so lowly of myself. Like, I would think so negative about myself. I picked apart everything about me. Um, so now I am becoming more aware of it. And I will look in the mirror and be like, oh, hey, mom, instead of like, and like, you know, like, because I see so much of my mom in me, so much of my dad in me. And like, I just want to see me sometimes. And I can't because, because I'm so conditioned to believe on the person that I was programmed to believe I am. So just working on that awareness and catching it is the first step to changing all of it. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. That's freaking crazy. It's like, I can't say that's crazy enough times in a day. <laughs> I know it really is. It's like, there's just, it's just so infinite. It's so beautiful. And I just love that. Like you and I have these conversations. I mean, Christy and I get into rabbit holes like all the time. We're just <sighs> each other like, oh my gosh, this happened. And like looking into synchronicities that happened between us. Oh God. This, it's like this world that we live in is such a matrix it's such a video game but it's also like just so massive and like there's just so much possibility out there and it's just such a special earth really is like a hard school but it's so special it's such a special experience at the same time I mean it, it's what you make it yeah and I want to let everybody who will ever watch this whatever time and place you feel called to watch this I want you all to know like you're already so far along in your spiritual journey to even have made it here into earth like you're doing the damn thing and I'm proud of you yeah <laughs> and just the fact that you're listening to conversations like this you're expanding yeah. your consciousness and you're expanding your awareness and whether you realize it or not like that has a ripple effect in the collective and we are all here on a journey and we're all affecting each other in such a beautiful way. And I just, I'm so thankful to be here at this time where we can Me share too. information without fear of, you know, to some extent without fear of. Um, yeah. Value. Have somebody to have somebody I can like get on a call with, like, and just completely geek out on this stuff is so incredible. So I also want to thank you for that, Melissa. And to everybody, seriously, share all of this, this stuff that you see, because the more people who see it, the quicker we get to live our heaven on earth, the quicker we heal our world, the quicker it's going to come for us. And this is how we heal it. Absolutely. So in that vein, if you guys are inspired by this conversation and if you resonate with this conversation and you think of anyone in your life who might also nerd out and geek out on these topics, definitely share this podcast out with them, spread the word, spread the frequency, spread the matrix of love, and Woo! let's all continue on this journey together and do our part in the world. 
Yes. I love you, Melissa. I love you, everybody. <laughs> Wonderful. Have a beautiful day, guys. And we will catch you in the next episode of New Earth News and New Age Networking. Mwah. Bye.